0: everybody and uh, welcome back to horror film lovers i'm your host jonathan moody and i've got my co-host here
1: mike mcglynn
0: <laughs> mike mcglynn is back once again he hasn't left us so that's good that's always good You're always you know he's afraid because you know i've gone through a lot of different uh co-hosts you know so you just never know you know sometimes people are just like yeah i'm bored i'm done you know and they move on but not not mike yet you know, yet being the word. I like yeah. talking. <laughs> yeah, you like to talk about horror films. And from what I've understood, this is yours and your wife's like, you know, kind of one of your favorite zombie movies, if I'm correct.
1: Oh, actually, yeah, it's actually my uh what is one of my wife's very top favorites. Um uh, I think out of all the Simon Pegg uh frost uh films, I think this is definitely a hands down her favorite.
0: Nice. Um I you know, it probably is mine too. I really like Hot Fuzz, in, so it's kind of close, maybe, but I think I still like this. I, I think, honestly, if I had to rate them, it'd be Sean, Hot Fuzz, and then uh, World's End. I think World's End is just, it just felt, it just wasn't as nearly as well done, in my opinion. You know, not as funny, but, but there's many funny lines. Um, This movie had a lot of funny lines, you know, and we're, talking about sean of the dead just so everybody knows uh sean of the dead starring uh simon pegg and uh nick frost uh directed by edgar wright who um is amazing uh in you know an amazing director um uh and so are you familiar with um a lot of uh their former stuff that they did before sean of the dead
1: i am actually on on a few of them actually uh most of them come from uh, uh former uh, british uh, uh tv shows uh, so most of them some, like movies and stuff um i remember one tv series in particular uh, uh i forget the one gentleman's name uh the one that plays the uh, uh the uh, uh boyfriend um yeah uh, so you've seen black books then <laughs> That's where I was going with that, which Peg and Frost also have cameos in that. Um, A
0: lot of people, uh, Lucy Davis, who played uh, the, uh, I, I forgot what her character name was, um, but she was uh, the Daphne, you know, so I yep. think that was her name. Is that her name?
1: Okay. Um, and, uh, Freeman, who was also a Sean Diff for a quick glimpse, uh, was also in there, as well as the lead girl from that, too. Uh, oh,
0: and uh, the uh, so is uh, the the boy the the roommate of uh, Sean Sean and Ed's roommate, uh, Pete. He's in uh, he, no, he was in space, but he was also he also did a cameo in uh, like a a small part in uh, Black Books, you know. Yep. So
1: and Guardians, uh, of the Ga- Guardians
0: of the Galaxy, Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. He was freaking Darth Maul. You know, um, so if you ever watch Spaced, there's a there's a part in like the second series, I think, or something, or was it And uh, he gets like there's a whole episode where uh, Simon Pegg's character gets fired from the comic book story he works on because he hates because uh, somebody wanted a Jar Jar doll and he hated <laughs> Phantom Menace so bad, and it was so funny because like. I think right before they did that, you know, um, Pete went on to do Darth Maul and was in Spaced in the first series. So when he came back for the second series, there's like a little bit of jokes on basically on Pete being and what I think Sean, uh, well, uh, I think Simon Pegg, uh, I don't know how he felt about Phantom Menace. I would love to like if I ever interviewed him, those are the questions I'd ask, which would be like. He'd be like, really? You, you want to know what if what I thought about Phantom Menace? Like <laughs> a movie that's been out since, like, 1999. All right. Um, but, yeah, he's funny. Um, uh, but, yeah, so there's a little bit of that. And then, I don't know, it's just it's such a weird, you know, thing. Um, and
1: it, actually, they they keep on, uh, like, Edgar Wright in these films always seems to keep bringing it back in is uh, Bill Knightley yeah
0: uh, bill Knightley. yeah he was in uh was it he was in this and the hot fuzz um and he was in what love actually and stuff like that like a bunch of other
1: world's in too he was the uh, voice of the uh, monitor alien at the very end who was, oh uh, nice i doubt, doubt doubt that was actually bill knightley's voice
0: mm-hmm. i did not know that Um, and he was, oh so we'll get into, we'll get into his character and all that stuff soon. I I just kind of want to keep doing like backstory on this stuff because I found it fascinating that, um, so the girl who plays Yvonne, I think that was her name. She was the, I don't know if she was like a friend or ex-girlfriend of, uh, of Sean's you know, she they 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 talk for a little bit beforehand, and then she he sees her later with her whole family, and they they look exactly the same. Uh, you know, her her group of people look exactly the same as his group of people, and then at the end, she's the one who comes in and basically helps save everybody with the uh, uh the military. You know, um, uh, but that was she was um. And she was played by uh, Jessica Hines, aka Jessica Stevenson, who was um in Spaced with uh, Sean and Edgar and and Nick. All of them were in the TV show Space together, and um, so that was kind of cool. Then, um, in the uh, uh, in that scene where they're showing all the people, you know, that's in her group and everything she shows off her um um her her, her best friend you know which is uh, uh played by Tamsin Gre- Greg who was uh in um black books she was uh, uh she was Fran in black yep. books that you know
1: her in black books she was hysterical
0: one of the best characters in the show for sure and oh, then yeah. uh, Julia Deacon, who played Marsha in Spaced. If you ever seen Spaced, it's so freaking funny. But she oh, was no. the landlord, Marsha. who was just this, like, hello. But she had, like, the problem I have with that is, like, they have no, like, other than hello to the, to the people that they're walking by. They don't really have any scenes. And I was like, oh, man, they can have thrown them, like, as character characters. Like, you know, they... They can kind of have uh, one of them play Barbara, you know, uh, or whatever, you know, Sean's mom, you know. I guess not, um, but uh, it it was funny to see them, and kind of neat, like that Edgar does, like these throwbacks, and 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 you know, everybody sort of works together, you know. I think Although- that's neat.
1: Well, with that being said, with that other uh, group, too, that was identical uh, uh, to them, you almost got to wonder uh, a, a few things on that matter without going uh, too far ahead or nothing. But it kind of almost makes you wonder if that was almost a setup, maybe, uh, for if they decided to do a sequel, that's something they could have done. Because, I mean, the roster they had in the uh, first one that they were made focused on and the people who were following through and stuff, I saw almost very close. The same uh, 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 as far as uh, no 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 righty goes and caliber of acting, I saw almost the, the exact same fair amount on that other group that they walked right by. So it kind of almost makes me wonder. Huh, I wonder if that was ever in the plans. Maybe it's like eh, maybe we might do a sequel if we do. Maybe we'll uh, follow them around. Uh, um, especially at the end, you always see her, so you don't know the story with all the other people in the group.
0: <laughs> right? No, exactly, and the. Uh... To go back to people working with everybody, uh, Bill Bailey, who is, who is in Black Books um, as the uh, as Manny, the, the crazy character. Oh,
1: um, I, he was actually my favorite.
0: He's in Hot Fuzz. He's not yes. in um, Shaun of the Dead, though, but he's in Hot he Fuzz.
1: Was, <laughs> what? He was the twins.
0: Yeah, he was uh, Sergeant Turner. So what, he, what his name was. I don't know if he, I don't think he played the twins, did he? I think he played, his character was Sergeant Turner. So,
1: oh, oh, oh yeah, there were two of them. Remember, there was, there, was, there was the clean cut version of them and the all, the nasty, all messed up one. And oh. then they had same scene where, where it was like, where are they going? And everyone came by behind me and goes, I don't know. They don't tell me nothing. So, because, <laughs> because they had. You think of the same thing, you know, like it was the same person until that one little scene at the end of Hot Fuzz, uh, before they go raiding the, the uh, town, uh, where uh, where you realize, oh no, there's actually two of them.
0: <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Um, so yeah, so they, they're he was in Hot Fuzz, so they like to work with the people who they constantly have worked with in some way or another. I don't think Edgar Wright directed any episodes of Black Books, you know, um, so that. I I think that would have been cool, you know, to have him draw, but uh, Edgar Wright has a style and uh, it probably wouldn't have meshed well with uh, with big black books, with black books because black books actually uh, had its own like style in itself too, you know, so it would have been a different it would have needed a different director who could, you know, the directors that could handle it so um Mm -hmm.
1: You could almost call this uh, group almost like the uh, British version of uh, the Broken Lizards uh, group when you really think about it.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of that, like, it's so funny because, yeah, this came out after Super Troopers and and, and whatnot. Super Troopers came out in 2001, I want to say, and this came out in 2004. So this came out after, but, like. Uh, this was, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Nick Frost and and Simon Pegg sort of became a duo from this movie, really. Well, yeah, but I mean, they started in Spaced, I guess, and they met, I think they met there, I want to say. They might have met earlier and something else, but they, uh, that was, as far as I know, that's their first thing that they worked on together, you know, and then uh they would cameo in black books because everybody seemed to like know everybody you know like mm. and then Del- Dylan Moran uh who is the uh uh it, it plays you know is in black books as the main guy in black books he um was uh in in run Fat boy Run which yep. Simon Pegg is also in and everything and uh he's hilarious in that I want to buy that I gotta get that on Blu-ray at some point um, because I love that movie. Um, you've seen it, right? Run, Fat Boy, Run.
1: Oh yeah! Like right when you mentioned that, it, it, like it rung a bell that there was some like it was some kind of like like monster paranormal uh, movie that had Peggy and Frost in it. Uh, like like Paul? It's... No, 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 no. It, it wasn't Paul. Like it, it was like a paranormal like. What it, it took place at like this boring school out in the English uh, countryside. How um, long
0: ago was that?
1: Oh, I want to say maybe, like, seven, eight years ago, maybe? So seven or eight years ago,
0: they were in another movie
1: together like that? Hmm. It was, was like, some kind of, like, paranormal movie where, like, uh, Simon uh, Pegg's character played the dean of, of the school. And Frost actually played, like, this random hunter who lived out in the valley who knew about the beasts out there and was actually trying to hunt them down.
0: Hmm. Um, well, I know they were in a movie. Well, I know Simon was in a movie called Absolutely Anything, which um, was, uh, you know, I'll just look up Nick Frost because he's he he is not as he he like he didn't get as many movies as Simon did. You know, Simon kind of blew up more than than Nick Frost did, I believe. Like, oh
1: yeah. Well, I mean- Oh, I, him getting signed on I think to the uh, Mission Impossible franchise really uh kind of uh, raised the stock and then um and then uh you know the funny thing is a uh, fun little fact um uh, that very popular comic book TV show that a lot of people adore and love uh, the boys
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, uh the guy that um uh plays uh Dennis, uh, 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 Dennis Quaid's son's character um in the comics he was drawn much differently. He looks a lot like Simon Pegg. And right. then later on from the artists, the artists who made, uh, who who created that were actually diehard Simon Pegg fans. And they openly admitted, yes, the character was based off of his likeness. <laughs> nice. Do so, you ever read the boys uh, comics, which I'll tell you right now, if you think the TV series is dark, <laughs> you got to read the comics. The comics take it much, much more to that oh-my-God kind of like realm where you're like, I don't even know if I want to turn the page now. This is getting brutal.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. I think it's called Slaughterhouse Rules.
1: Yes, that's it. Thank you. Okay,
0: yes. So I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Both Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are in it. Um,
1: And it's... I mean, it wasn't bad, but... uh, uh, if you try to compare it to uh, Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead, then you're probably uh, it would be more in the realm I would say of uh, Paul. Like, but I think it's better than Paul. Um, I thought Paul was just okay. It had some fun moments into it, but uh, some of the humor mm-hmm. angles I'm going with i I just felt like felt felt fell flat. Like uh, Kristen Wiig's character. I like Kristen Wiig. I think she's a good actress. I think she's entertaining her character in that i i just didn't find her character that likable uh in that in, in that particular movie that's
0: a big thing too like if you whether or not like even a villain you should like them enough like you know it, unless you just want them to die you know you should you should like them uh to to a point where um the way i way i feel with writing is you should care for every single character, you know, Mm -hmm. in some way, Um, because even the most horrific people like Adolf Hitler, they have a past and they might've done something that would make you go, oh, you know, like, well, Mm -hmm. right. Like I don't know if Hitler had or not, but maybe what if Hitler one day saw a dog in the middle of the road, ran out and, you know, and saved it before it got ran over you know, mm-hmm. how would you feel about Hitler? You'd be like, he's still an asshole, but kind of like him, you know? Like, he's done something
1: good. Saved the puppy. <laughs>
0: you saved that puppy from being, you know, like, oh, you know? So you're, you know, that, that's how I feel with a lot of these, show, these movies, and even if, yeah, so you should always sort of like the characters, you know? Once you start kind of disliking characters, unless they're, like, you know, bitchy characters, even then you should have, there should be still some kind of likability, you know, um, thing to them. Like you, you know, you're, you're digging who they are. You kind of, you know, if they're badasses, you wish you were them, that kind of thing, you know, and stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I believe that, yeah, I haven't seen that movie that, uh, that you were mentioning, but I could, I could see if I didn't like Kristen Wiig, I don't know. I might be turned off by the movie. Um, I didn't like her in that movie. They did. um, So I guess I can say this now because I, uh, well, you know what? I'm not going to say, but I'm going to say that I watched that movie that Kristen Wiig was in uh, Barb and something or other go to Vista Del Mar And uh, I just did not like that movie. I don't know if you've seen it or not or heard of it. Barb and Star go to Vista del Mar. That was the movie title. And the characters were so annoying that I just was like, ugh, you know. But then you watch a movie like Bridesmaids and Kristen
1: Wiig is amazing, you know. Oh, Uh, oh, no, she was. What? Oh, I I was actually agreeing with you. I was like, oh, no, she was great in that movie.
0: Yeah, I love bridesmaids. You know, um, so uh, and that's the funny thing is everybody wants to make the next bridesmaids. You know, but like, no, just make your own original, original movie, man. Like, make something a lot of fun and you know and shit. Don't make uh, bridesmaids. Don't make the next four year old version or Anchorman. You know, or any other apatow movie. Just go out and make something that you think would be funny. And Shaun of the Dead was one of those things where I think. Uh, Sean and Edgar were trying to come up with an idea for for something, and they just like one of my favorite episodes of Spaced is the one where he's like playing Resident Evil, and then at one point all the people look like zombies to him in real life, I'm like because he just got sucked into the game so much, you know, or whatever. So, um, but he's you know, and he's in the beginning he's like running around like he's in the house like you know and he's not he's just in his head playing the game like as if he was in real life you know and <laughs> i think that gave them a little bit of this funness to like one day you know it was kind of precursor to to Shaun of the Dead Yeah. You know? um so to get, let's go into the beginning of the movie because i'm going to go through that, the thing and we're going to talk about it um so the beginning of the movie it starts out with Sean and um, his girlfriend. Um, God, why am I blanking on her name right now? Liz, and mm. they are talking in a bar, right, about you know their relationship, and then they start talking about Ed and her friends. You don't didn't even know that they're in the same scene in the beginning. You know, uh, when I first saw that, I thought that was that was brilliant. Because, like, the way they had the close-ups and everything, you didn't even know, like, anybody else, like, was around, you know?
1: mm mm-hmm. Did you like that? Did you enjoy that? Oh, I did, actually. Um, I mean, like, I I actually enjoyed what happened, like, right after after that, where, 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 like, uh, uh, Ed's, uh, uh, you know, uh, Frost's character was constantly, like, just throwing in little, like, words. uh, That just to fall perfectly right in place, like, you know, to kind of make jabs at at, at Liz for wanting uh, 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 Sean's, uh, Simon Pegg's character to spend more time with her and less with him. Uh but yet he was able to just subtly like mix it in with his game that he was playing. So it didn't really feel like he was talking to her, even though timing wise, it was just perfect.
0: <laughs> right. She was like, fuck, you know, or whatever he's playing the video, the, the pinball game or something or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then later she's like, uh, you know, they're talking about how he never met his. She's never met his mom. And she's like, you never met, met his mom. And, it was like, uh, and then Nick Frost was like, I met his mom. She's like, butter. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was so <laughs> funny and like that showed just their chemistry together. Like later in the movie, was it uh um there's that line and I think I think they either took that from spaced. Yeah, they took it from spaced. You know, there's a line in space. So they they did a callback There was a line in space where they're like, uh, your boyfriend's calling. It's like he's not my boyfriend. It's like, Oh, how are you doing, babe? You know, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh it it was it was in it was in spaced. They later on took it and put
1: it into shot of the dead. I thought that was pretty cool. No, it definitely has really good fun ha moments uh, throughout it. Uh uh God, I, 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 I like the one where, like, it was giving him his messages. And they go, like, oh, Yeah, this one person called about this. Oh, and then Liz called and wanted to know uh, where you want to go out to eat tonight. Oh, and then your mother called and she wanted me to eat, eat her out tonight. He's like, like, What? What? <laughs> uh, you yeah, know, I, I like
0: that. Um, uh, I like that because it was a throwback to the earlier scenes when the roommate Pete was getting on, um, you know, Edgar about cleaning everything up, and um, it was like, you know, um, can you write down everybody's messages, not just your own? You know, is it that taxing? Writing something down on a scrapbook, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and you could tell, like, Nick was, or his character, Ed, was just so fed up with this guy, you know, who's such a dick to him, but, like, I mean, then again, he doesn't pay rent and he kind of lives there and he doesn't do anything. He doesn't have a job, you know, or whatever, sells weed from time to time. In fact, that guy kept calling up and he was like, oh, no, I I, I got nothing, mate. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, why isn't this guy, you know, but everybody sort of knows people like that, that just play video games all day and smoke weed and don't do anything, you know? Mm So it was, it was funny. And then, so because he didn't get the message till later, he didn't call up that, you know, thing. And that's basically what sets the whole thing up of, um, he's such a loser, you know, Sean, you know, I mean, which kind of sucks to think about because he seems like an everyday guy, you know, like he just, he goes to work, you know, he works, he has a job. You know, he just, he spends all his day in um, the uh, Winchester, the bar, instead of the pub, you know, instead of uh, doing anything with his life. And I, there's a line with Pete that I really liked where he said, um, and, and it's so funny because I'm picking all these stuff up now, I've seen the movie a billion times, and I'm still... Picking new stuff up, but he said, like basically, Pete said, you know, this guy is your is bringing you down. You know, you need to sort- you need to let him go. What?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort your life out. <laughs>
0: sort your fucking life out, mate. You know. Yep. And uh, I. I
1: mean, and and to a fine point, Liz was. Was his reactions to everything that happened to uh breaking up with him were all justifiable, uh, like you know, like and it's so funny because usually, like, you see a lot of these kind of movies, you're always like, Oh, she's being way too harsh on him, or whatever. This is one of those, uh, this, I, 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 and I actually appreciate the writing on that one too because they wrote to where, like, he's not a bad guy, but. You also totally understand her stance on, yeah, you have every right to walk from him. I mean, it's like you even sat down and talked with him numerous times. And then, you know, pretty much, and then you promised her, hey, look, I'm going to call tomorrow. I'm going to make a dinner reservation, which, you know, the worst part is, is even when he found out at the last minute and he tried calling, he almost got a table, which then tells me is like, you had all day. You were at a. You were at work with a phone. You could have called there and made a quick reservation. And More, that-
0: when she called him at work, remember, and she said, "Oh, hi, hi. Did you get my message?" And he was like, "Yep." Because yep, he was trying I- to show off to his, you know, whatever. You know, oh, I don't take personal calls. Blah blah blah. You know, right? And then what he should have done is called up Ed and said hey did I get a message from Liz you know what what was that message and then it would be like oh change the time to you know uh eight instead of seven which is what you know right and then he could have called at work and said hey can I get a table for you know that time or whatever you know what I mean like
1: there were so many chances for him exactly and the fact that this conversation just happened the night before and already the next day it's already wiped out your mind i mean from liz's stance i understand what's coming. from. it's like well i'm obviously not that important if we just had a serious conversation last night and the next day you already forgot what you were promising to do for me uh exactly
0: uh, i mean all she asked was for like one night of going out to to dinner at a fancy restaurant. That's it, you know? I mean it wasn't they don't she doesn't want to spend every night in the Winchester, as she says, <laughs> you know, watching her sad life go by or whatever. And I get it. Like she said she wanted to do something and he goes, What do you mean by do something? And I thought that was hilarious because that's exactly how it is. He doesn't want to do anything with his life. He he's happy Being what he's, you know, having, he doesn't like change, it doesn't seem like, you know, he doesn't like changing things up or doing things differently. He goes to, he wakes up in the morning, yawns, you know, then he goes out and he, he, you know, plays video games, then he goes and, you know, goes to work, you know, he goes to the same place. Remember, he goes to that one place, he trips over the same thing. Like his life is this sort of like being a zombie you Know which is and, ba- basically the theme of this movie,
1: yeah. And I, I, I was gonna say, yeah, and I think that was a, a little subtle theme that, that uh, the director was trying to get off to that everybody who are in these like you know mundane nine to five ruts are in a lot of ways are zombies, you're just rinsing and repeating the same thing over and over again, like a mindless drone,
0: yep. And so he he has this thing where he's just he's doing the same thing he's got his life he's he's happy he's like he's content with the way things are and she's not she wants to move on she wants to do something different so when she breaks up with them yeah you don't you sort of like identify like with that like that's I, I totally get it you know And in fact he goes and tries to give her his the flowers that he bought for his mom until she goes to a wonderful mom he goes uh and he tries to make up something and she's like, they're for your mom are not they And he's like, yes, yeah um, yeah like uh he can't even do anything right, you know um and and I you kind of feel sorry for him a little bit because like even though this is the he's in this situation because of himself, it's like he doesn't know any better. you know what I mean like he um and so when the zombie, revolution starts you know and all this stuff and the, the apocalypse begins uh in fact the apocalypse begins and he doesn't even notice yeah. he's not oblivious to everything around him like he doesn't notice that there's people going you know and everything like that and then he so that i think that was just so well done and um there really hasn't been a com like this that has really hit me like this movie
1: you know yeah for me the closest thing i would say would probably be uh original uh return of of the living dead uh, right the next closest thing to it um uh but even on that one like it's like the comical angles they went with were different where those two movies they
0: were very subtle like yeah compared to this this is more in your face comedy exactly. those are sort of funny situations that kind of might make you laugh there's no like like lines you know of comedy there's no like oh my god this is funny dialogue it's just sort of like oh shit we're stuck in this thing like how the fuck are they going to get out of that you know and and then you laugh you know what i mean um but yeah so shawn of the dead is is that so you know when he finds out he's You know when they see the first the that was one of the best scenes too is he comes to play video game the video game and uh, all of a sudden you don't you don't know where Nick Frost is you don't know where Ed is and then you hear him at this you know over the corner go there's a girl in the garden what there's there's a girl in the garden
1: Uh, there's a girl
0: (laughs) in the garden yeah it's funny and so they go to. uh, the garden to check it out find out what's wrong with her and what do they think she's yeah. drunk they don't think she's a zombie at all they think she's just drunk um, and they don't even figure out she's a zombie until they push her off of him and like she lands in a, a right, basically <laughs> a steak thing you know it goes right through her and then she gets back up and they're like Oh God, what the, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, um, so, you know, and then you get all the zombie stuff. Like you see on the news about, uh, you got to kill the head, you know, shoot the head or kill the brain, you know, and everything. So they figure out how to do it, which, I mean, it's such a simple movie, you know, like you think like, why hasn't anybody else made this movie? you know, like, it's fairly, and, and other people have tried, I think, since, but nobody can capture, like, the feeling of Shaun of the Dead, you know, like, the idea of what would you do if you were stuck in an actual zombie apocalypse, and you had to, you know, you had to save your girlfriend, and then you gotta bring her friends along, her flatmates, you know, and, yeah. uh, yep, yeah. and then, uh and and one of them doesn't like you and the other one is like doesn't not like you but doesn't <laughs> there's that great line where he's like she's like um you know you hang out with my flatmates and an ex, you know um uh an experienced actor and a twat it was like um, you know it was like don't don't you say that about your flatmates? And he was, "Those are your words, you know. Those are your words." because "I did not call. I did not call her an experienced actor, you know, actress." And I thought that was so funny because, like, of course, he always kept calling him a twat. You know, like that was his word for uh, Dylan Moran's character, who yeah. was so not Bernard uh, Bernard Black, <laughs> you know, at all. You know?
1: Yeah, he's so good in Black Books. Oh man!
0: I uh, know he is nothing like his character in Black Books. His character in Black Books is so juvenile and stupid, and like childlike. You know, it's like if somebody was like twelve and owned a, uh, owned a whatever. You know, like first episode is him trying to deal with taxes and shit. shit, <laughs> <You can't. laughs> and I I absolutely love the scene like. Where the um the Jesus Christ people come to the come to the yep. door and he opens up and they're like, Hi, would you like to learn about Jesus Christ? Yes. <laughs> come
1: yes. on in. And
0: they're like, Oh, really? Okay.
1: Hey, I wanna hear what he's been up to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I wanna hear what Jesus has been up to. And then he says then he goes, uh uh and then he was like, Um, so what you know, uh like, what has Jesus been up to? And they look at him and they're like uh well we don't usually get past this part you know so there was like there's that humor which feels very Shaun of the Dead too like it's just I I think it's even more juvenile than than Shaun or Hot Fuzz or even World's End you know um but it's hilarious and um and I I thought about last n- night um when I was watching it. There's that scene where um, Nick Frost is like, we should get up in the morning, have a Bloody Mary, start the day, go to this, go to that, go to that bar, Going ended at the Winchester, you know, blah, 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 right? And I was like, was that the basis? Like, was that the original thought of World's End? You know, it was like, let's, you know, at pub crawls, like, start thinking about it, like, oh, we could all make a whole movie off of, you know, that one line. <laughs> yeah. You know? So I thought that was kind of funny. Um but yeah, it uh then when they get to the they get to have to kill everybody. Oh, and we forgot to mention the stepfather, you know, uh Bill Nye, mm-hmm. uh who we met at his work and he's just trying to tell him to, you know, come around see your mom and bring flowers, you know, or whatever, right? So that sets that whole flower thing up. But um, he always said that's not my dad. That's my stepdad. Cause do you remember why he didn't uh he didn't like his stepdad?
1: Oh uh, yeah, uh, because uh he always claimed he wasn't nice to him and stuff. Like one time he chased him around. Uh, uh I forget what it was. He chased him around with, but all because like if he got close to his car or. Um, or or uh, whatnot because I remember at one point he was even trying to convince his mom to leave his and he even tried lying to her and he's like he used to touch me you know, like you know when you were around she stopped and just looked at him and he's like, okay, that was a lie
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I love that that part where he finds out that 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 he's been bit you know or whatever that the uh, stepfather's been bit so he's just gonna kill him right? You know, that was the part of the plan. So he was like, I'm sorry, Philip. And the the father's like, sorry for what? And then he's like, thinking, oh, I can't kill him now. You know, like, um, yeah, while well, he's still alive, sort of, you know, human, you know, and everything. Could you imagine if he had killed his dad and then his mom came in and was like, oh, you know, like, you can't really explain, like, I'm glad he didn't do that because like she started to understand once she saw Philip turn and everything like this was this that wasn't him and you know what I mean um and that scene oh my god that had me crying
1: dude Oh yeah, especially when he had a like, you know, like when he explained to her, and, 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 and he was like, "Look, you know, yes, he was my dad, but uh, but there is no remnants of, of your husband or the man that you love that, that that still exists in that car right now."
0: Yeah, but before then, that what made me cry was the the part where the uh, the stepfather tells him about why he was, you know, why he. Uh, uh, why he did what he did all those times and then he said you know I'd always loved you and all this other stuff and I was like oh man that's like a touching scene and later in the movie freaking Sean has to kill his mom like can you imagine like that like scene period in real life of somebody having to actually go and kill, and, uh, kill their mom who's turned into a mom you know I got that yeah. from say by the bell mommy. Yeah. But um you know okay. because the mom turned into a zombie and you know uh but before then they were deciding you know what what he wanted to do and Dylan Moran's the whole time is like i um, you should you got to kill her you're going to kill her she's no yeah. Uh, uh, uh. But like would he been able to do that if that was his mom? I uh, you know what I mean like it's a tough decision. Yeah. You know, um, and they never killed, they never killed the dad. They just left him in the, uh, Oh, that's an interesting idea because they never killed the dad, the stepdad. They just left him in the car with the child lock. So he couldn't get out. I'm wondering whatever happened to him. He never came back. He's still out there.
1: My guess is, yeah, he's either still locked in the car. He got out somehow or, uh, one of those uh, uh zombie uh sweeper crews uh, that were coming by like uh, at the end, can't came across them and uh, took care of it. <laughs>
0: well, that was interesting because the ending of the movie has it where uh Sean and um uh Sean and, and Liz are fine. They're they're they've worked everything out. I think. Um, I would have liked them to say they were going off to go somewhere, you know, like, you know, packing up to go move to like, or to go visit Australia or something, something different, like she wanted to do, but it seemed like she was okay with how Sean was, you know, and everything. And she was living at Sean's house, you know what I mean? And, uh, I thought that was a little weird, but then he says he's got to go back out to the, uh, um, go out to the shed, and there's there's Ed, you know, dead now, a zombie now, playing video games, because uh, he got he got attacked and and uh, bit and everything, um, but playing video games, and um, so it was like almost like, and he was like tied up, you know, so he can't like escape, you know, and I mm-hmm. was like, so does that make Basically, I'm a zombie pet. I mean, I guess it was okay for Ed because Ed was sort of didn't have a job, didn't really have much going for himself, you know, and everything like it it didn't matter. Like, it was a good thing that Sean didn't turn into a zombie by the end of it or whatever, though. Ed and Sean are both in Land of the Dead as zombies. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if they're as those characters or if they are different characters, just, you know, um, but they're zombies, which is pretty funny. Oh,
1: yeah, I know. Romero was a very, well, you know, that's something to be said, too, uh, because Romero uh, asked them to to be in it because Romero was actually a fan of Shaun of the Dead.
0: Now, did you also notice one of the lines from Night of the Living Dead was sort of, you know, used in the movie?
1: Yeah, Which one? We're coming to get you, Barbara.
0: <laughs> I never noticed that before. I don't know. Um, mainly, probably because I I've seen I had seen Night of the Living Dead years ago, but never really was a huge fan until re- more recently that I started getting into it. You know, I never really mm-hmm. liked zombie movies unless they were like this, like this, and My Boyfriend's Back and stuff like that, where it's like more comedy you know and silly and everything um i'm okay with but like when it's all serious and kind of boring like walking dead it's like how many times do i have to see these dudes like live in this town where you're just killing zombies every day like you know like it just gets boring you know it's like i i don't have any interest in that you know that stuff I, i stopped watching after i think three seasons whenever the um the governor took over or whatever. I, I just let let it go because I had no interest in it anymore. You know? Oh.
1: Yeah. I mean I mean like I, I stayed on for a little longer on the series, but I did fall off like everyone else and stuff. When it got to the point with that series where it became more about just man versus man and the zombies became like an aftermath thought. Uh, I was like, eh, it's not really... It's not
0: the Walking Dead then, it's the walking people amongst the Walking Dead, you know? Exactly. Like, and it's boring to me, and I just never... never. I mean, what's the whole point of zombie stuff if you see it every week, you know? Like, I, I like movies because it's two hours, hour and a half of the zombie stuff. And that's it. I don't think you can make a serious like zombie TV show where it's like an apocalypse or whatever, because like that, like, you know, again, because it's just boring to me. You know, who wants to see that? I mean, I I don't mind it if it's like an hour and a half or two hours and it's like the zombies are done, you know, like. You know what I mean? Like everything's back to normal or something. In this case, they were using the zombies as, you know, one person was like, uh, you know, she couldn't let go of her husband, even though he was a zombie. She still had to be with him, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, they were playing, they were playing like American gladiators with the zombies and stuff. I thought that was kind of funny, you know? So, like, zombies were still around, but they were more of a, entertainment value kind of thing than they were actually you know oh and they were and they were doing normal jobs and stuff did you notice at the end of the movie they had the clip with the the guy from the beginning of the movie the kid
1: um trying to remember so
0: at the end of the movie they have like clips with the the news you know or whatever they're talking about how zombies are used for you know stuff so there's like this there was a the guy from the beginning of the movie that was like um you know uh okay granddad and he's like hey I'm you know I'm only I'm only 26 you know um uh how the uh, how old are you 20, 22 23 and he's like 17. <laughs> you got red on you.
1: You know, that guy.
0: He's yeah. in the movie. He's at the end as a zombie working at that job still.
1: You know? Oh, I, I miss I miss that part.
0: Yeah, you gotta, gotta re-look at that because it's at the end. You you notice him, he kind of turns around and you see him, and I'm like, hey, so he got turned into a zombie, eh? And now he's doing the stuff like that he was doing his job as a zombie, which once again goes to the idea about workplace. You know, when you're kind of doing the job, you're not really happy, you're kind of stuck in a dead-end job, and you, you sort of go through every day, you just punch the clock, but you're not completely happy, you know? Um, I don't know what would make Sean necessarily happy. I mean, being with Liz was his number one thing, right? He wanted to get Liz back. You know and then sort his life out and i think by the end of it he did sort his life out you know no way um
1: yeah. they kind of left that void open like you know is he still at the same job do you move on to some other job or something but yeah i mean obviously uh liz moved in with him you can tell that much and stuff so their relationship already went to that next level uh and everything
0: which is good
1: uh, oh yeah no i, I, I Absolutely. I mean, given the the story and the style, like and the situations, I don't think you could have written a, a better happy ending without going overboard or going too cheese. I feel like how they wrote it and how they ended it was perfect. Like you know, him and Liz, you know, they're not married and off like you know and having kids now or anything like that. Or anything all too off the chain. It's like, hey, we're living together. Like you know, Liz has accepted his lifestyle because. Uh, more likely it's going with that whole uh, uh, canon uh, uh, mentality of uh, well she doesn't really crave adventure anymore well because she already had one with zombies now she's ready for you know quiet uh, relaxing and uh, mundane uh, which is what Simon Pegg's character has always been about Uh, Mm. so I'm like you 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 found the perfect happy meeting for that one and yet he lost his best friend but but he sort of didn't really lose him. He's still yeah. there. Exactly. Yeah, and he's
0: he's playing there. video games, so he's happy. I nope. mean, you know, he's I don't think he can sell weed anymore because he's just
1: all bitey, you know. Nope. But a fun analogy though, like when you saw him before he was a zombie playing video games to when he is a zombie playing video games, how much of a differential was there there? Not really much, you know, he's just uh huh uh-huh. Yeah.
0: But I'm sure he's not asking him to like, you know, check his uh, messages for him and and things like that, you know, like he's not his roommate anymore. He's he's the guy who lives in the shed, who, you know, or whatever. Um, And uh, yeah, I I really like that. There's some really just some really good stuff in this movie, like this movie was really well freaking made and well written and um, it had it had a heart to it. You know, you cared about Sean. You wanted Sean to survive when it was Sean and Liz up against all the zombies at the end. You know, you, you were like, all right, let's, let's see them kick these zombies ass. And then they didn't need to, because all the military came. Now, my only problem with that scene in my head was how can the military know that they're, that this that these two people in the middle of all these zombies are human, you know, right? They don't they don't shoot them, and so I was thinking a, a crazy ending would have been if the military came and shot everybody, including. But then that would have been too return of the uh, Living Dead, which had that scene where everybody basically got shot, and killed. But yep. yeah, and nuked the whole the whole town. Got nuked, man. Yep. Oh man. Um I got to got to meet some of the people from that movie at uh Scarefest uh recently. I got to meet Beverly Randall and um um who else? Um yeah, we're gonna
1: have a uh, Beverly on set in uh two weeks.
0: Nice. She's she seems like a sweetheart. I uh I was friends with her. I think I'm friends with her on Facebook,
1: but um I mean she's really nice. Uh, I mean I, I met her before at uh Papa Rock Horror and then uh we were both in uh Shriek Show uh, together.
0: Oh nice. Yeah, she does um uh Randolph. Why say Randall? Randolph. Uh I thought it was Randolph at first and then I said Randall. Uh Beverly Randolph, yeah. She she was super sweet. Um sadly I don't think she recognized my name offhand from you know but she was so sweet and i talked to her about uh the caesar and auto movies so she did uh uh we had reviewed paranormal um halloween movie uh we reviewed that and uh uh, uh paul loved it my buddy my co-host paul loved it because it's just so silly and just fun um and uh beverly was great in that. i don't know if you watch those movies or not
1: oh yeah I've, I've, I've watched those before yeah
0: Dave Campfield, who makes them is just so funny you know his stuff and Felylissa's ZF Felissa roses and I think every one of those movies so like you know the Caesar auto movies so it's just great uh it's just a lot of fun and um uh and Beverly we talked about that and and stuff and she was is super cool um you know so I, I I'm excited that you get to work with her because um that's uh, awesome!
1: You know, I'm, I'm really excited. It'll actually be my uh, second return of the Living Dead alumni. I'll I've I'll, I've I'll, 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 I'll worked with because uh, 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 I'll, I'll go away. I worked with uh, Tom Matthews. Nice.
0: I like Tom Matthews too. You know, but I liked I'll... him in Friday the Thirteenth Part Five the most. You know, or no, it was
1: six. Yes, yeah, it was part six. Six.
0: six. Um, five was uh, John Shepherd, I believe. Yeah, six was uh him. I, I, I don't know why, but every time I think of that movie, I think of the scene where he just like looks at the girl's crotch,
1: <laughs>
0: and I'm just like, that just like, that image always pops in my head of like,
1: stay down, don't move, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, oh, the one thing I loved in that I loved so much, I like, when, when the cops were chasing her and they gave up the license plate. And it was like, "That's my daughter's license plate name uh, uh, and stuff." And it's like, "It's like, you just be careful. We don't know he might do something crazy." And then he flip back to them and you see Tom Hanks' character looking at, at his daughter, going, "Whatever you do, don't do anything crazy."
0: <laughs> I uh, I like that. That was that was a that was a great freaking. Uh... Uh, Friday the 13th, uh, uh, movie.
1: Um, yeah, they actually relied on some uh heavy humor on that one. Um, I, I think actually, that's why I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I was actually a little upset, uh, too, because I, like, I, we were talking earlier how I was at uh Haunted Screams. One of the reasons why I was so excited to go there was because uh, Tom Friendly was supposed to be there who played court, uh, in part six, like the one who's driving the Winnebago blasting uh, Alice Cooper, right. Uh, and like, and he he played a camp counselor in another movie where he was hysterical and uh, called a uh, uh, summer camp nightmare. Um, I've and, heard of that one. Uh, yeah, I like I I just I have always liked him playing a counselor, and I was so excited that he was coming on screens Screams, and I had my Friday Thirteenth sign with me, and uh, and uh, Darcy uh, Demoss was going to be there too, who was also in Part Six. I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome! I can get both of them to sign together. Like, you know that they were that Bago party couple, and uh, he canceled. Was she, was she there? He was there, but as bad as it sounds, like I was gonna get hers because he was gonna be there. When he wasn't there, I was so uh, let down. I just didn't even care anymore. I was like, I'm, I don't even care about getting signed. <laughs>
0: well, you can get it a, a, a signed by her then, and then I'm sure he'd be popping up at another convention or something at some point. Uh-
1: I, I, was, I was having one of my little uh, uh, brat moments, I guess you could say. It's like, you not what I wanted. I wanted Tom Friddley's autograph. No, uh,
0: well, I would have taken Darcy DeMoss's. Oof, oh, yes. Yeah. I would always take her uh, autograph over anything. She's gorgeous.
1: In hindsight, I I, I probably would have. I think also what held me back to was uh, 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 Scott Hewitt, um, uh the one who runs Scott's variety shop. Uh he actually made uh him and his partner made this absolutely gorgeous uh uh, uh, uh 15-inch tall uh pumpkin head statue. Like it's on like this bust, like on a pumpkin patch with it with uh with, with the Stan Winston, uh Lance Hankerson's characters uh from Pumpkinhead's uh tombstone on there. It was just absolutely gorgeous. Uh me and my wife caved in and we ended up buying that.
0: <laughs> nice. Um interestingly enough, um, so, on my Instagram, um, there's some, like, I'm friends with a lot of, you know, celebrities, right? And Mm -hmm. then some of them will actually, like, Kelly Maroney, will actually like my stuff every now and then. I'm just like, oh, like, because I'm a huge fan. And so, like, to see these people who, I, I met Kelly once at a convention, and, uh, you know, uh, I would love to meet Simon Pegg at a convention. Honestly, if he had ever go to one, I don't think he's ever done one. But unless it's if like, it comes,
1: it, like if he comes to anything in our neck of the, world, I'll tell you right now, I think it will probably be awesome con he comes It will be a comic book event one because uh, they can pay out uh, and shell out a lot more money um uh, and, and it'll be a big event so it'll have to be the big one in uh dc yeah it'll be the one in
0: dc it'd be awesome con or it will be like uh, wizard world or yeah. you know one of those things where it's like one of the comic cons but because also because like he can promote the boys you know or something like exactly. that too um yeah i would love to freaking uh have him um there, but yeah, I, she will random, Felissa will, will like my stuff, um, on, uh, Instagram, and, you know, just, uh, every, you know, all those people, and I just, I love it, you know, because I, I don't, I don't really post a lot on Instagram, you know, or whatever, so when I do, it's very, it's like just something I found or something, you know, I think it's kind of funny, um, you know, and, uh, so I, uh, I, I adore seeing like people like them who i who I love, you know um actually taking the time to like something even though it's like takes two seconds to hit like, you know, but that means well, like be- they saw my stuff, you know
1: and that's one of the reasons why I love uh, the horror community so much and like and being a part of this uh as I said, like people I grew up watching and just absolutely like you know being a part of my childhood. It's like, I've gotten to work with them and in a lot of cases, uh, I can walk up to them in some random place and they're going to know who I am and I'm going to know who they are and we're going to probably go over and say hi to each other.
0: I I want to go back to Felissa. I walked by her table at Scares I Care and she was like, Jonathan! And while she was signing autographs and stuff, you know? And I thought, how freaking cool. Like, Like, not only does she, like, because like on Facebook, you can look at people's names, you know, and everything you can see that, mm-hmm. or Instagram, or whatever. But like to actually know what a person like, uh, my favorite one that was that was, uh, Lachlan Monroe, from uh, Dead Man on Campus and Scary Movie and stuff like that. He, um, uh, I, I had asked him to come see the screening of my movie at the, the convention, right. And uh at Scares I Care, uh back in like 2000, I wanna say fifteen, something like that. And he was right next to like my biggest crush, which was Shalon Simmons. Uh Joe Ripple mm-hmm. will never let me down on that. Like he knew I was a huge, you know, too big of a fan of hers, um, and stuff. Um so anyway, uh, uh I invited both of them and uh I was pretty sure uh, both of them would say no, you know, what I mean, because they're busy. But uh, um, Locklin was like, "Yeah, if uh, you know, if I can make it out, I definitely will, right?" And stuff. And uh, you know, you didn't know how long everything was going to be at his on his side. But then, so the next day, I see him, and he goes, "Jonathan," you know, right? And so I came over, and he was like, uh, he was like, "Hey, buddy, how's your uh, uh, screening go last night?" And I told him it went pretty good, you know, I was pretty happy with it. You know, not huge throughout, but not you know, not nobody. You know what I mean? Brought my mm. mom to it, which was pretty neat neat, you know. My mom got to see my movie on the big screen and uh it went on. And I thought that was awesome. Then um uh he uh he said that like he was in his room and he had gotten a script and he had to uh read the lines for it and stuff, so you know, like had to do work at at the convention i was like oh that's cool uh like a year later two years later or a year later he's doing riverdale <laughs> i'm wondering if that was what he was reading in the, his room and scares i care you know or not or whatnot so he uh you know he was really cool dude i mean i I Dead Man on Campus is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Like I don't know if you've ever seen that.
1: What? Oh yeah, yeah no. It's actually a favorite of me and my wife's both. Uh, we're both big fans of that movie. I I think the funniest thing uh, for me on that was like, so this is what Zach Morris uh, from Save the would look like if he if he was a stoner.
0: Pretty much, and he dyed his hair. And I think he dyed his hair because he didn't want to look like Zach. You know. He did oh, yeah, that no. for a lot of movies, for a lot of stuff.
1: Oh but... you know, and it looked great. It was a smart move on his part too, because you don't want to be typecasted as being like the bleach blonde, uh, good-looking guy.
0: Have you seen him on like the new Say by the Bell show?
1: Oh, uh, no. Oh no, I haven't seen the new one.
0: So I'm I'm watch at some point or watch clips or something. Swear to God, he has a wig. And I think that's because his hair is dark now, you know. And I think he has a he had to buy get a uh blonde wig, uh, because it looks terrible, you know. And his face, I don't know if they did it because like his character is supposed to be like the governor of California, you know, and everything like Zach Morris, the governor of California. I don't know, but like, I'm like he does not look good. His face looks very, uh, like Botoxed or something. And I don't know if that was just makeup to make him look Botox, or if he actually literally went and got like Botox or something, but he does not look, he looks like scary now and everything. And I kind of was like, Oh, I don't want to see Zach Morris like that. <laughs> like I, and, and they did a, they did a tribute to, uh, well, kind of, they did a whole episode where they talked about uh, Screech because Screech had died. Uh, Destin, um Diamond had Bye. passed away, and it was just sad because uh, to me it was sad because he never really had a comeback, you know, and everything, and I was kind of hoping uh, he's acted in people's low-budget indie films and stuff, and I was hoping that maybe one day I'd be able to work with him and maybe help resurrect his career in some way or another, but did not get that chance did not get that opportunity um and i would have loved to have met him and worked with him because he's you know he he was he was screech you know like Screech to me is like one of my favorite characters from Save by the bell like i always loved him you know
1: so, that could be a yeah. horror movie right there uh check this out this, this, this idea uh well like a, a random like uh, i think of a clue a little bit, a bunch of random people are all invited to this big giant mansion and they're all getting killed off one by one. But all the people who are invited are old, iconic, like eighties and nineties uh child stars from TV uh, family sitcoms and stuff. And you could have like Urkel, you could have Screech. Uh well you can't
0: have Screech anymore. Well, yeah. Well, I well, mean, well,
1: you know, in, in a hypothetical world, of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but you know, uh, 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 oh my, oh my, you know and if he was around, of course, i like, you know, still, you know, you could get, um, um, oh God, uh, you know, uh, what you talking about, Willis? Um. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, you can get that guy. <laughs> you yeah. can't. Uh, was it Gary Coleman, right?
1: Yeah, you grab you can grab Wesley from Mr. Belvedere, uh, uh, Kirk Cameron's character, Mike Siever from Growing Pains. Uh, Michael, uh, you know, it could be. A, I mean, that that could be a fun nostalgia mashup, right? You know, right there. <laughs> well,
0: there was a movie that Dustin Diamond was in uh, back in the day, uh, done by the direct uh, the producer slash like co founder of the Asylum. Um, David Michael Latt made a movie called Jane White is sick and twisted. And, um, uh, basically the movie is about, um, has like the biggest, uh, stars of like television. Um, and the whole idea is about television, but it's got Will Whedon in it. Allie Mills from who's the mom in wonder years, you Mm -hmm. know, um, it's got Chris Hardwick, um, it's got Colin Mockery uh, from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, David L. Yes. Lander, who was um, uh, Squiggy in uh, the Laverne and Shirley show. Oh, yeah. Um, it's got, uh, let's see, Mickey Jones, who's in, like, Home Improvement and a ton of other stuff. Um, he's a big, big guy with, like, the big beard and everything. Always comes on, like, Home Improvement, you know, to talk about on the show uh, Tool Time. And, and everything, mm-hmm. always there. I um, always liked him. Um, Dustin Diamond, Maureen McCormick from Brady Bunch, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Uh, <laughs> Another Wonder Years, uh, it's got uh, Danica McKellar. It's probably where I found the movie. because i a huge Winnie Cooper fan, so um, had to uh, probably found it like that. Then Phil Lamar from um, Mad TV. Mad. Yeah. Um and anybody else I think that's
1: that there's a the big stars. uh both those last two names uh uh, uh Dana Danica and, and uh Lamar uh are uh both uh voice actors uh from DC animation movies uh, and stuff uh Danica uh was the voice of Miss Martian uh and the uh, Young Justice series and uh Lamar was actually the voice of John Stewart uh for the Justice League series.
0: nice. That's awesome. I did not know that, but that's, that's funny. I know uh, Danica McKellar is a big nerd, uh, you know, in a good way. She's a math nerd and she has her own books for like uh, 12 year old girls to learn how to do math, but in a fun, fun sort of way. So she helps like kids, you know, she, she learns to teach math. And so that's why she was in an episode of Big Bang Theory, you know, mm. or I think one or two episodes. I think she was in one, but she might have been in two. But she, like, played, like, a uh, the character in that. And she was in, like, How I Met Your Mother and different stuff. And it's really neat to see her when she pops up because, like, I actually went down on a binge and just, like, watched and or bought a bunch of Danica McKellar movies. So I have a ton of them on DVD that uh, she was in that, that she wasn't necessarily like the lead in Lily girl, but she was, she would be in uh, including a movie that Seanus Cunningham, uh, creator, uh, the director of Friday the 13th did um, that I had to buy from a DVD from like somewhere in like Europe. (laughs) I had to get one of those and they had to send it to me. It was nice. So anyway, huge Danica McKellar fan, huge uh, everybody there. Like that, that movie has a, you know, great cast. And I think the last I saw it was on Tubi. Yep. It's on Tubi. So you can watch that movie for free. Jane White is sick and twisted, you know, and uh, it's all about a girl who's like obsessed with television. And then like all these, uh, people come into her life that are big time, you know, actors or whatever from those movies, and they are basically random characters that she runs into, you know. So they're not playing themselves or anything. They're playing, you know, um, but they joke on themselves. I bet, I swear to God, I bet Marie McCormick does a Marsha, Marsha, Marsha bit or something, you yeah. know, or whatever. Somebody says that to her, you know.
1: I mean, a lot of them had those key, awesome phrases to them that just stuck throughout time.
0: Yeah, I don't know what Dustin Diamond's one. I don't think Screech had a. I don't think he had one. Did he? He didn't have a catchphrase. Urkel had, you know, did I do that and okay. the Urkel dance? I'm
1: trying to think with Dustin Diamond's Screech character. I mean, it was it was. I I guess this is more of like his like shtick. Like you know, he always was just like kind of like smart dumb, right? Like you know, he got great grades in school, but when it came to common sense, he was, he was he was oblivious.
0: Um. So, Jaleel White, aka Urkel, might actually have a career going for himself again—resurgence because he was in. Uh, Adam Sandler movie called Hustle, you know, and that did pretty well, and so hopefully that means he's going to keep doing uh, bigger projects and stuff, you know, too. You know what I mean? I I love Julia White, you know, like in everything I've seen him in, so you know, um, I don't know. So anyway, uh, that, that, that was off the talk of uh, Shaun of the Dead. I don't think there really is much else to talk about with Shaun and the Dead there I uh, uh, think we covered I think we covered everything like I mean uh there. yeah I mean even the scene with how he had to kill his mother that's we talked about that and um yeah uh the fact that she got bit and she never told him the pajamas guy bit her you know and stuff and she never told him um interestingly enough like i i if they had wanted to back in the day they could have made a shot on the dead TV series And I would have been down with that you know yeah. cool did you know that they made a spaced uh american spaced
1: show uh I did actually I haven't seen it but uh my 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 wife's a very big fan of uh, British stuff and I and whenever uh, they I do a spin-off so that she usually hears about and she lets me uh know about and stuff uh
0: I watched it. I watched the pilot. So that's all that got ever shot. And for a good reason, it mm. was pretty bad. Because what they tried to do was keep the same uh, jokes for the American audience. It just does not work. Um, British humor and American humor is completely different. Oh, um, yes. But they tried to do that because the office worked. You know, but the office changed a few of the jokes around. If you watch the office pilot from the UK and you watch the, uh, it's the same scenario. It's just different with Steve Carell. Steve Carell, it, you know, says all the lines differently and he's very funny and everything. And so it worked because he was able to make it a little bit different. But the way they tried to do it, with the space was just awful and eh. I would not recommend people watching that. I love space, so like it kind of broke my heart.
1: (laughs) You know, I I get that. I mean, uh, they don't always go out to be uh, better. I mean, sometimes you get lucky, and they they hold up. The Office,
0: The Office was very lucky. That could have been a bomb, you know, because it could have been one of the ones that only lasted for a pilot.
1: Yeah, Wilfred did a uh, pretty good too uh, when they did the American version of of Wil uh, Wilfred. I mean, now that was uh, Australian, uh, but still, I mean, you know, o- overseas and stuff. Uh, you know, doing a remake of what was already done uh, TV series, um, and I, and I thought that one was very good. I thought I thought that was some of Elijah Woods' uh, be- uh, best work, to be honest.
0: Yeah, well, that was with the dog, right? Yeah, I think he's like a dog or something, or like a human dog or whatever. That's sounds cool to me. I don't know. I I like it. I uh um one thing I, I, I liked about this movie for Sean the Dead was there there was no animals hurt in this movie from what I remember. Nope. No. And you, a lot of movies that you see these days, whenever you see a dog or a cat in a horror movie, my first thought is, Oh no, they're gonna die. You know? And yeah. sometimes they usually do. You yep. know.
1: So. yeah animal deaths are just one of the things i just don't get into it it's just not my thing
0: well we've come to the end of our show and i just want to thank you michael once again um this will be the second to last episode of the season michael's got the fun idea of doing the second sa- the next episode and so i have no idea what michael i don't even know if michael knows what michael's picking for the for our uh, last episode of the season. But uh, so we'll, we'll do one more episode. Then we're going to take a, a little break. We'll be back in March for uh new, the, you know, for the next season. So we got some fun stuff going. Um, I'm really excited to hear what you got, what you want to do next. You know, um, so it, know. Could, it could be well. anything, right?
1: Yep, uh it just can't be uh 80s 90s.
0: 80s and 90s I prefer not cuz yeah, we did we did those for the other shows so. But aside from that there's 70s, 60s, 50s all the way to 1910 and then there's uh 2000 and up, you know. So I I feel like that's fair. You know, that's oh, a good amount, that's a good amount to pick from.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I can't complain with, with that range. <laughs>
0: yeah. So uh, I had to uh, I had to actually rent Shaun of the Dead off of Amazon, which I was glad because it was a UHD version, you know, and stuff instead of, like, my regular um, Blu-ray. But I can't find my Blu-ray. I don't know where it is. So it, it just showed me it's time to buy the uh, – I'm going to buy the, the three-pack uh, 4K with – shot of the dead uh hot fuzz and uh world's end at some point Even though oh, i'm not yeah. as big a fan of world's end i i have a feeling that movie may grow on me a little bit but um you know we'll see i love what everybody else did i love hot fuzz oh my goodness but um shot of the dead is my favorite so far so you know um great movies thank you Thank you Edgar uh, Simon and Nick And everybody else Who's been a part of these movies And these shows And everything I'm kind of sad That Simon and them are more American now They need to go back to The the city and make another Fucking classic TV show So I would love (laughs) that You know
1: um,
0: Right Like you would love another Simon Peck Created TV show wouldn't you
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, yeah, their comedy was spot on. I mean, you can't ask ask, ask, ask for better than that. I mean, I uh, like, in I don't know something about British TV shows. British TV shows just usually have some really good writing, some good dialogue to comedies, it.
0: especially. I think oh, yeah. when you watch the dramas or the, like, my mom loves that show the Coronation Street. It's a like soap opera you know, from that time, and that's because she used to live in the UK, and she, that's what she would watch, you know, uh, that was the, because she liked soap operas back then. Uh, so she still watches it today, because it's on Brit Britbox, you know, and stuff, and uh, Britbox is amazing, I don't know if you have that or not, but it's <laughs> freaking cool. You can watch tons of different British TV shows and stuff. You know, and some of them are really good, and some of them are okay, you know? Like American TV shows, some of them are okay. Some of them are crappy in America, you know? Like, you know, they need to bring back TGIF, you know? <laughs> but anyway, hope uh, you guys enjoyed the show. Join us next month for a, a new episode. Until then, everybody, Bye. Bye.